Welcome to Sugar Mama's Fireplay, the podcast that sparks your financial journey with insightful conversations, brilliant ideas, and powerful sources of motivation, inspiration, and most importantly, education. All of which is here to help you achieve your financial goals and dreams with greater efficiency and joy. I am your host, financial planner, Canna Campbell. So today we are talking about the often unspoken and at times uncomfortable topic of differing financial situations among friends, in particular when your situation differs in different ways, and at times it can cause friction. However, there are ways around this where you can actually gracefully handle this with everyone's best interests at heart. So let's uncover some great solutions and strategies where everyone can be a winner. The disparity in income and disposable cash flow among friends seems to be looming more than ever before. And it's not just to do with the different incomes as such, but may also be different career paths, different career stages, different stages of life, in fact, different responsibilities, different types of debt, different values, different goals, or even different types of success at different times. Some people may have family wealth. Some people may have family support. Some people may have nothing and are starting or starting again from scratch. And some people may have just gotten lucky, very lucky. And this point of difference may sometimes create a difference where some may have the means to splurge on expensive fine dining, bars, restaurants, lavish gifts, business or first-class holidays, designer clothing and accessories, while others might feel the pressure to try and keep up with the friends to keep the friendship going, uh, but behind closed doors, possibly stretching their budgets beyond, way beyond their comfort levels and potentially jeopardizing their own deadlines or successes of current financial goals and dreams that they're working on. Now, the significance of this issue is not just in Australia, but actually echoed worldwide, with Google searches for friends have more money soaring by an astounding 185% in recent times. Now, this really reflects the growing unease in handling these differences. So today, I want to discuss this common scenario that we all come across in this very diverse financial world and economic world that we are all living in right now, and share some practical ideas, approaches, and mindsets that can keep your friendships as a priority, but also in harmony whilst upholding your own wealth creation journey. So this is what I recommend when you come across this friction with friends in different financial situations to yourself where you are working on your current financial goals and dreams. Number one, never compare. Comparing yourself against anyone else is a bottomless pit. Once you start, the deeper you go, the darker you feel inside. Not only is this a complete and absolute waste of time and energy, but it is actually really unfair to yourself and to that other person. Take a moment and ask yourself this. Would you like someone comparing you against themselves? Probably not. 
Also, you may not know what they have actually gone through personally to have that particular thing, experience or wealth. What risks they may have gone through, what sacrifices or even losses they experienced from this apparent wealth. But worst of all, when we compare ourselves, we physically give away our own precious energy. You see, initially when we compare, we focus on how much more they have. More money, more luxury, more time, for example. And then we move on to comparing ourselves in this mix. And then we focus on how little or lack we have in our own lives, which keeps us stuck in a place of scarcity, feeling inadequate, insecure, and are only left with feelings of low self-esteem, which can be really toxic to our mental health. If you catch yourself comparing, this is what I recommend you do. Number one, when you get tempted to compare, awareness is key. Jump on it quickly if you catch yourself about to go down this path. And then I recommend reminding yourself that everyone's situation, including your own, is unique. And everyone's situation is always moving. So if you're comparing with expired, old, out-of-date data, it is completely a waste of time because nothing is actually frozen in time or stagnant. And any final decisions that you come from from comparing are actually obsolete. Number two, bring the focus back to you. What do you have? What do you love? What do you know about yourself? What are you working on for you right now? Redirect that energy back to you and what your vision is and what your vision is that you are working on. If, like me, you believe that what we appreciate appreciates, it's so important to see clearly what you have in your life and what you love in your life so that it can continue growing and compounding for you. So what I love to do is quickly write down three very simple things that I have in my life and that I really love values and appreciate. This immediately brings the focus back to me and keeps my energy sources within myself with any desire to compare evaporating. Then number three, if you catch yourself comparing, look at how far you have come. If comparison is naturally part of your DNA, the only person that you should ever be comparing yourself against is the old you. That is your past self. Look at what you've learned, gained, achieved. The only person that you should compare yourself against is yourself. This retrospection where you can see your own personal growth and development will inspire you to keep going with all the great work that you are doing every single day, including all of those sacrifices, and you'll be even more motivated to go further, stretch higher, and evolve. Really lean into this feeling. The second piece of advice I have for anyone who's in a situation where there is a point of difference causing friction amongst your friendships is to learn from success. Be inspired by the people around you and their successes and their wins. This is your golden ticket opportunity to learn from them. We all know that information is power. So ask them questions, as many questions as you possibly can. Ask them for advice resources, tips, hacks, or even what not to do, or what would they do differently? Every new bit of information that you can gain may help you get one step closer to achieving your next goal or vision. This will create a newfound appreciation and respect for the people around you. And one thing that I really like to say out loud to people when they have great success in their life or they've achieved something that I'm still yet to have achieved myself, I say out loud to them, 
Good on you. How amazing. Can you share with me any tips? Because I'm working on something like that right now for myself. It's amazing what it does for the friendship and the connection and the amount of information that I get back. Also, what I find personally really helpful is to look at other people's successes as a sign, a sign that I am on the right path and that their success is evidence to me in black and white that I too can create my own successes for myself and my family. Other people's success really does fill me with more determination, which costs absolutely nothing and has a direct positive impact on my own likelihood of success. And of course, celebrating others' success and allowing the inspiration to wash over you may lead you to become a more open-minded, non-judgmental person and also can really trigger creative ideas to help you make more informed decisions about that particular goal you are working on right now. Number three, own your financial path. That's right, own it. If you're working on a particular goal, which means your budget is particularly tight right now and you can't simply attend the same activities as all of your friends right now, inspire them back by sharing your goals and dreams, but also share your game plan. Don't be shy. For example, I say to people when they've invited me something like to an expensive restaurant or a particular activity, which I know is going to be really expensive, I'll simply say, oh gosh, I would so love to do this, but right now I'm saving my little heart out to get a deposit together by this particular date, so I really have to stay focused. Or sometimes I'll say, not that I have credit card debt, but I'll use this as an example, this credit card debt has really been stressing me out and just causing so much anxiety in my life. However, I've worked out that if I stick to this new budget that I've done, I'll be out of this mess for good. So I need as much help as possible to avoid any temptation because I know it will be worth all the hard work. Or another example is to show gratitude and again explain. Thank you so much for inviting me to do this. I would love to do this and it is definitely on my list. However, right now, I have this particular goal that I'm working on that's really important to me. I'm trying to build up some passive income in my life so that in the future I can retire earlier and I can go on all these amazing holidays and trips and wine and dine and all the amazing places that you often go to. So if you can just bear with me, I promise you I want to see you, but I just simply can't come to this particular event right now. Thank you so much for understanding. I really appreciate it and I really appreciate our friendship. A true friend will respect what you are working on what you are trying to achieve, or maybe even just trying to survive right now if your budget is, is tight and there aren't actually any big financial goals other than just staying afloat, which for the record is a very important, honourable goal to have. So whilst you don't necessarily need these particular people for life or death, if they care, they will help you by supporting you. They will give you ideas. They will keep an eye out for you or an ear to the ground for other opportunities for you. And most importantly, help give you the faith and confidence to keep going, especially if and when we all hit some speed bumps along the way whilst working on our financial goals and dreams. Also, I really want to reiterate this. Please never underestimate your own inspiration source. 
You see, when people around you see how determined you are, how disciplined you are, how committed you are, and how excited and re-energized you are with this new clarity, direction, and newfound purpose of life for these goals and dreams, you will most likely have a very positive impact on them themselves, where they will actually want to be like you, and they will then search for something valuable to work on for themselves. And speaking from personal experience, when you own it loudly, you actually break the ice. You break the ice for others and you create a safe space for others who are too afraid to maybe speak up and say this for themselves. I have seen this particularly for group events where there's a group WhatsApp message going out where everyone's suggesting we catch up for a great dinner. And one particular person recommends a really expensive restaurant. This is where I will say, these particular statements that I mentioned earlier in this podcast. And by doing this, I nine times out of 10, there is always someone that sends me a separate DM to say, gosh, thank you so much for saying that. I was freaking out and so stressed and worried because we're in the same boat as you right now. And we're working on this and that, and our budget is really tight right now. And because of this, you then create a nice, healthy way to be able to open up ideas for alternatives, which brings me to point number four, and that is suggest alternatives with established boundaries. Gently remind the people around you of what you are working on and why, and then go and suggest some fun, financially friendly alternatives. There are so many out there. At the end of the day, most people want to and like helping others, especially their loved ones. So after gently reminding them of your goal that you're working on right now and how important it is to you, let people know how they can help you back, how they can help make you accountable or keep you accountable, how they can maybe give you new ideas, new resources, suggest some new books or accounts to follow on social media or any online courses and programs. And of course, any new connections that they might know of or can help put you in touch with. People love helping people because it makes them feel good about themselves. And of course, when it comes to suggesting those financially friendly alternatives, there are so many out there, as I said. You can go for walks, you can go grab a coffee together instead of going out for lunch or dinner. You can do a gym workout, so you're killing two birds with one stone. You can suggest having drinks or dinner at your home or their home. You might even suggest maybe a BYO restaurant. There are so many financially friendly activities out there, but also make sure that if you're going to do this, you include them in your life. Let them know how excited you are to see them and to share any updates, any lessons, any decisions that you've recently made. No, you don't need to share with them where you're standing financially, of course, unless you want to. So you don't have to say, well, I've saved up this amount of money now, or I've paid this much money off my credit card, or I put this much money into super. You don't necessarily have to do that if you don't want to. But you might maybe want to be a bit ambiguous about it, say, oh, I'm 10% of the way, or I'm 15% of the way, or I'm 70% of the way of achieving this goal. It feels so good. Let them know where things are up to. Let them know how you're feeling. Let them know what you've learned. Let them know like where the stages are in your life. Maybe you've made an appointment to go speak to your first mortgage broker. Maybe you started looking at properties online. Share that experience. Perhaps you've started talking to real estate agents and speaking to solicitors and you're getting all your paperwork ready right now. Include this person to be a part of this experience with you. 
it's only going to solidify the connection and the bond and the experience and of course those sources of inspiration and compound them. And of course, if you feel that this particular type of energy is not being reciprocated, don't be afraid to maintain your boundaries if there's no compromise or your needs are falling on deaf ears. This is your life and you only get one. So if necessary, don't be afraid to pull back, not necessarily permanently, but just a little bit. Keep your dignity, your self-respect, because you are certainly not alone in working on financial goals and dreams, particularly around people with different situations, different values, and different levels of respect. So just keep your vision front of mind. And what is meant to be will stay there and support you and encourage you all the way through. And whatever falls away, isn't perhaps meant to be there for you long-term. So as we wrap up this episode, talking about how to navigate your financial journey while also juggling your friends, varying financial situations, disposable cash flow, and wealth, I really want to remind everyone that the true celebration of life lies in the cherished moments, the supportive friendships, and the deep, meaningful connections, not the expensive stuff. Understanding and respecting the diverse financial situations around all of us strengthens bonds and makes way more meaningful connections around all of us. So thank you everyone for listening to this morning's episode on Sugar Mama's Fireplay. If you have any questions at all, any thoughts to share or even episode requests, please make sure that you reach out directly to me through Instagram at SugarMamaTV or Canna Campbell Official. I love hearing from you. Now, until next Monday, remember to stay curious, empowered and keep that financial fire burning bright. I am here to light your way through thick and thin. This is Sugar Mama's Fireplay.